Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. Thoughts on the difference between confidence and arrogancy. And I kind of got to this place of like, well, is there truly something wrong with being arrogant? I don't know. Because it's kind of like, if you're so in your truth, you know that you're willing to step out of your truth as well. And Mm -hmm. I think people don't like that. I think people like each other in their boxes. Like you have to pick a side, right? Like that's what the extreme is right now, right? Like you, like I saw um, this really popular um, TikToker like pissed off at Beyonce because Beyonce hasn't taken a stand. And like the little comments were like, Taylor Swift hasn't either. And I'm just sitting there going like, girl you are a highly she's like a spiritual person right and she's she's funny but like I'm like you like what the fuck like why do you want these people to be so in these boxes because that means like it's rigid right and being confident about something is is arrogancy just like the next level I'm not sure yeah, I don't know. And and I know a lot of people are going to probably take this into like a genderfied role. And I'll acknowledge it here for just a second, but I don't want to spend too much time on it because I think that it's just a bullshit way of like moving through conversations like this is to be like, well, you know, a man could be confident, but a woman becomes arrogant, you know, like mm-hmm. when they say the same thing. Right. Let's let's move. That's I feel like if there is any sort of like level of that, that's like a third grade argument. Like, can we like graduate past it? Um, yeah. so I'll acknowledge it for the moment of like, yes, like we could go there, but so many people have. So, you know, let's graduate above that. <laughs> um and I think one of the things I said, because we I mean, I need to like get my hands on a few like Trump. Um, autobiographies right because I am very fascinated with this man's ability to create this fucking reality that we all can like look at and go what the hell but at the same time when you're really looking at it from like a conscious create your reality perspective you're like this man's doing it and he's doing it on an arrogant level and I think I brought up of like well when does that arrogancy um, start hurting people yeah and maybe, yeah, and maybe that's, that's where it needs to be checked exactly yeah I I think but and and here's you know another nuance of like you know how how willing are people to look and and stop being just a them right or just themselves and actually looking at you know how they're affecting others right and this goes back to a conversation we've had too and 
probably a good thing to come back to it of responsibility of personal mm -hmm. responsibility right you know because a lot of the times personal responsibility is really bringing that conversation back to yourself and your own choices and looking in, in inward and looking at yourself and not worried worrying about other people but at some point this the pendulum says okay well we're so in this that you know it all of a sudden it's spider webs and all of a sudden you're right back to this oh i'm influencing people oh my choices do affect other people i can't just go off the grid i can't just live on a mountaintop mm -hmm. i have to go back into the bar and see how my skills have been working right and where where does you know how how are people being affected on the macro because mm -hmm. of this and i think this is where people get frustrated you know spiritual or not they get frustrated because they're like wait a second i i'm learning this one lesson about trying to be okay with me of trying to elevate myself of trying to do whatever and all of a sudden my confidence and my abilities and my skills and my gifts and my talents whatever what right now all of a sudden i'm too confident and i'm arrogant now and i'm now people are looking and saying well why aren't you influencing people positively mm -hmm. but wait now you were saying that i'm arrogant so do you really want me to be influencing people because if i'm arrogant then you know so where is this line and i i'm starting to right now feel like you know screw the line well, don't and, you think the line gets created because like, let's just say you're e like, you're equal, right? You're just right. either on the same level of a video game or the same level or like the same path, right? And you just keep walking and that other person gets distracted, right? Or mm -hmm. won't look at, you know, whatever their triggers are and you, you, you just keep going and you're willing and you're like, okay, you know you know, I had a session with you um, a few days ago. And this is what I say to anyone who I go for coaching or healing or whatever you want to call it. Just tell me what my bullshit is. I am not going to yeah. be offended. Like, because I'm done with it. And I'm at a point where there's sometimes I can't see it. And so I do need another set of eyes to highlight for me. And then obviously use my discernment, whether it feels good or not. But I'm like, thank you. That's like me getting a mushroom. Like I, I watch Mario Brothers with my kids and I was like, this is life. Like everyone just yeah. needs to eat mushrooms and level up and get superpowers, yes. right? And then it's always like, they're only going to last so long. So you got to keep continuing and, you know, and right. I think that line that people start getting mad at you because they are now looking at you that you're no longer confident, you're arrogant is because you've leveled up. You could just keep continuing going and you have to act like Trump. You have to act like your shit doesn't stink to yeah. keep going where you want to go. And yeah, I do all of a sudden think that arrogancy uh, is a better word to describe where you're at. But also at the same time, are you being radically self-honest with everyone around you, including yourself of like, okay, is my arrogancy service or yeah. ego? Yeah. And, and being able to say, what are the next appropriate steps? Mm. You know, can you, can you apologize if apologizing is necessary? Can you stand in your truth 
and say, you know what, I get what I said, but I don't feel like I need to apologize for it. I, you know, this is something that women, you know, really, truly struggle with of, you know, automatically thinking that they need to apologize for everything. You Mm -hmm. don't need to apologize for everything. Hell, I would go so far as maybe we shouldn't be apologizing for anything. Mm -hmm. Just because we've spent so much time apologizing for everything, apologizing for how we look, apologizing how we talk, apologizing how we're, you know, interacting, whatever it is. Maybe we need, you know, a little bit of time where we stop apologizing to be able to get to the other place so that we can then maybe find that medium somewhere. So at the very least, we get used to the spectrum, the homeostasis element of shifting back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that we don't need to be apologizing for things like there aren't, you know, times when apologizing is necessary. Of course there are. I apologize but... to my kids all the time. I'm like, sorry, mommy's lost her shit again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, I just, I felt so empowered the other day, not the other day. It happened a while ago. I've been having some, some stuff happen, some personal stuff happen and it's having downstream effects, but in the, in the moment, like quite quite immediately after one of the things that came out of my mouth was I'm not apologizing for what I said and I'll be honest it wasn't nice Mm -hmm. it wasn't nice and I said it to somebody who I had for a long time over a decade almost two decades I had been incredibly respectful to and never said anything you know out out of bounds to this person and I stood there and was very calm and was very confident in the fact that I was not going to apologize for what I said. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, it was one of the best feelings I had ever had because I was not making any excuses, but I was very clear about my boundaries had been pushed and I had been disrespected And instead of going the way that everybody in the situation thought I was going to and be like, I'm so sorry, my bad, I should have, I'll be better. I was like, you know what? Maybe there would be a time and a place for me to do all of that. And maybe it would be appropriate. That day is not today. And I think that level of self-awareness is something that we don't always have mm-hmm. and that it needs to be cultivated and it needs to be worked on. And we need to be okay with finding those moments where it's like, you know what, this is not, I don't, yes, I acknowledge they feel bad. I acknowledge what I did and what I said, not, not cool, obviously, but I'm also acknowledging the fact that the that truths can, can, be even more powerful when we're like I know who I am I know what I stand for I know where I where you know my lines are and being the bigger person doesn't always mean that you automatically say you're sorry yeah and I think too like with that behavior of defaulting to automatically saying sorry being the people pleaser um you know keeping everyone happy continues the cycle right and unfortunately I do think those that's when those explosive moments come 
And maybe you mm -hmm. didn't want to say exactly what you said, but you never said what you should have been saying, you know, all those years before and setting those parameters. And though, you know, obviously the boundaries have been completely crossed and you have that moment of like, I'm just going to fucking say what I want to say rightly or wrongly and then obviously there's the ripple effect and whatever comes out of that but that's where I think a lot of us um aren't able to live in our authentic selves is because mm -hmm. we want to keep the peace and I was yeah. talking to my mom about this the other day I was like I don't I don't ever remember my parents fighting like there's not mm. one like even harsh argument that I can consciously remember, which is weird for, you know, they were married, I think almost 14, 15 years. And it, you know, and she said I was because she's the middle of nine. She's like six. She's yeah. like, I kept the peace. And that's what I brought into my marriage. I just keep the peace. And it just that doesn't work. Keeping the peace does not work eventually. Right. Either you're yeah. miserable um and surely the other person's miserable if they're being a dick anyways <laughs> like right. everyone's just miserable right yeah conflict resolution is such an important skill mm -hmm. that no one and gets I would taught say, <laughs> yeah and and you certainly if you're never seeing conflict then how would you ever even know where to begin you know and I had the opposite, you know, I saw a lot of conflict in my life. I will not go so far as to say that I am perfect at conflict resolution um, at all. Definitely have things to learn there. Um, mostly along the line of tact. I tend to not have tact <laughs> <laughs> at all. I'm very blunt usually, um, or at least like, you know, I've been worse. I've been way worse um than I am today but you know it, it 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 goes right back to how do how are people perceiving you of like what we were saying about like you know Trump using him as an example of like you know are you being arrogant or are you to the point of hurtful and you know not influencing people well are you just being confident in where you stand and what does that look like and all of that centering around what you were just saying of which which place which which side or where in the medium where in the middle is your most authentic self mm -hmm. and can you stay in that authentic self while in conflict while in tension because we if we're not careful we can lose that we can lose ourselves in the in the pull in the push and i think that's where i was most proud of myself in this most recent situation and what has allowed me to up level so far and so fast after it and like through it is the fact that that is the one thing I can confidently say is that through it, I've been able to stay who I am. I've been able to be not just good, but great and to thrive in it and to thrive in the fact that, yeah, nothing is, nothing is perfect, but the conflict actually like even out really well, I'm dealing with other things now, like <laughs> other things that were, you know, ancillary, like outside of the, outside of the situation that have to still be dealt with mm -hmm. 
But what I've come to realize, though, is that like you if you if you make it a priority, figuring out how to stay you, your most brilliant, amazing you through the conflict, it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. But there are going to be people who think that you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are going to be people who are going to think that you're not being kind enough. There are going to be people who think that you're not being empathetic enough. There are going to be people who project their shit onto you, making it a you problem. And you have to, once again, stand strong and say, this isn't a me problem. Yeah. I get it. You want it to be. Because mm-hmm. that would make it really freaking easy for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Problem. It would make it really easy for you. I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to make this easy for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had a situation in a site case session that um, I did in Colorado and this, you know, really amazing, intuitive, like emotion feeler um, woman, uh, like day two came up to me. And she's like, what did I do wrong to you? It's like, what? <laughs> like nothing. And she's like, well, I feel your energy. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'll go check myself. So I did my, you know, self-evaluation and I found a few things on myself, but I came to the conclusion that it was not my issue. Like she was just a really loud character, which I guess our souls just don't align. And she could probably feel my soul being like, bitch, just calm down. (laughs) Like, like, that's it. It's not that I don't like you or I don't want you to be your authentic self. And at the end of the session, the four days that we were there one of her biggest realization is that she needs to not be so sensitive to other people's emotions that she feels it was a her problem mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing about self-reflection and being that radical honesty and making those choices is that once you have that awareness you can really just like almost like checklist like okay let me look at this this in myself okay I'm good I'm good I'm good I'm good okay I'm gonna have the confidence to be like nope your shit not my shit I've dealt with that right I'm not reflecting back to you <laughs> what you right I am. and I think that's a big yes. thing when people hear like oh well you're a mirror of everyone nope not anymore like that could be true in the beginning of your life and the people who you're hanging out with and all that stuff but once you start looking at yourself in the mirror I think that becomes less and less and maybe that goes back to the whole loneliness and there's not a lot of people around because maybe you connect with people and you're just like, okay, we're we're not in the energetic match. Like, peace, love you, but I'm out. Yeah. Well, and to be able to do those corrections in the in the moment, like you were saying, of I'm gonna okay, maybe I'll I'll go look. I'll go look and see. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how how many people are doing that? I, yeah. I challenge everybody to do that can you can you do that can you suspend your your irritation and say you know what I'll go look yeah I'll go look maybe there is something but then to be confident enough to say you know this this is mine and this is yours and I give back to you what is yours because it's not mine and I will not hold it for you that's one of the things that I say like it's one of the spells that I use if we want to like call it that that one of the affirmations I use every single day every single day and it's important for me on multiple levels but I have I was that person that carried a lot for everyone and not just carried I would take I would take people's shit 
mm-hmm. on purpose, y'all. <laughs> purpose. We I think a lot it. of people can relate to that. You know, and and I will say this: I I took it because I was strong enough to take it. Mm-hmm. You guys, people like us do not just take stuff just because. I mean, sometimes it is because we're like, I'm better than everybody. Sometimes it's about that. But a lot of the time, more often than not, we're taking it from people because we are strong enough to handle it. Mm -hmm. We know that y'all aren't. So we take it. At this point in my life, I am so happy to say that I am done taking people's stuff just because I'm strong enough to handle it. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, everybody is strong enough to take their own shit that that saying of like god never gives you more than you can have i am god you are god we're all god right we're all the creator so we never give ourselves more than what we can handle Mm -hmm. so no i won't carry your stuff anymore i'll help you i'll Mm -hmm. walk with you if you ask me to carry you because you know we're you need that a little respite sure but it's not going to be forever. Yeah, I won't take all of your shit, right? And and that is me being empowered within myself. That is me being very honest with myself. You know, the you know, in it, call it arrogance, call it confidence, call it whatever you want. And I'll stand alone or in a group any day, happy to do it. You know, but what is mine will stay mine. And and anybody who feels like you know I'm projecting stuff i welcome the constructive criticism yeah you know and if more of us could be like that yeah i think too in the sense of like you know knowing that you're strong to handle that that you know you're kind of like a different creature right like everyone has to admit that like people just have different levels of um i don't know for lack of better word abilities to handle shit right um, and that could be for a different podcast of why, but eventually there has to be a breaking point for even those who can handle more. Mm-hmm. And if you don't set those boundaries for yourself and you don't know what your boundary is, then surely you'll break eventually. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would say that was the realization for me that I needed to stop taking other people's stuff mm-hmm. because I did break yeah and when I broke I broke hard you yeah. know it it went into a very dark place thoughts of suicide and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it was very it became very real for me of just how much wasn't mine yeah like yeah. once I dug all that shit out I was like oh <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> have broken if I hadn't taken all of the all of these other people's shit on you know acting as if I could fix it Mm-hmm. You know, because at, at the end of the day, it came down to even if I could fix it, how did that serve them? And that's why yeah. as a healer, I very much I'm like, I yes, I have the power and the ability to heal you in immediately. But how does that serve you? If yeah. I do that for you, what lesson do you learn? And now I actively seek out teachers and healers and people who are going to help me, people who are going to coach me, people who are going to be in my life who aren't going to say, let me take your shit and let me, let me fix it for you. I want the person who's going to stand and say, let me teach you how. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
Yeah. And I think a lot of people just don't realize that that's like the basis of my coaching now is that I want you to feel so empowered that if I recommend something or say something and it doesn't vibe with you, you tell me, mm -hmm. right? Like this whole, like putting your whole trust, putting all your empowerment in healers and doctors and coaches and all that. Um, it's just not for the long run. You might no. feel some success along the way, but eventually yeah. you're just not going to be able to do what you want to do unless you figure that shit out for yourself. And yeah. being the person, I think a lot of people probably listening to this have been the saviors, have been the healers for the people around them and haven't let the people around them fall on their own accord. And they're going to have to eventually let that happen. Yes. Or they're just going to have to keep going with the shit. And they know, they feel it, right? And oh, I, yeah. I would I, say none of, no, but this is not going to be like a surprise for too yeah. many people. Uh -uh. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Y'all know. Uh -huh. And if you're triggered right now, then you really know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I I always say when you're tired of your own bullshit or the bullshit around you, that's when you make moves. That's when you've just had enough and you know the old ways of doing things have not worked and will never work. And so you have to shift. And like you say, even though you can heal people, even though you can guide them to the water, you just can't make them drink. And it is sad. I mean, I guess this comes full cir circle now. It is sad when you have to let go. Mm hmm you know, and you know what I'm going through with my dad right now. And I don't know when this podcast will air and where he'll be. But I mean, it's terminal cancer, right? Like he has decided to shut the fuck down. He's out. He's out. And allowing that for him to go through that process and not be the savior and not be the healer is incredibly empowering in a way of 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 knowing that that's okay and that I've you know as you've experienced too almost have evolved in that full circle of like I see you and I see your journey you're on and I'm just going to be here to be with you and not try to fix you not try to save you like that's not my job I retired the, the true healer yeah that is the mark of the true master healer in my opinion Mm -hmm. the person that can sit and say, I respect your choice mm -hmm. and I love you anyway, through it all with you. And, you know, that is the most powerful place to be. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It feels like it. And obviously thank you for your guidance and support and <laughs> getting there. <laughs> of course. We're going to end on it's this note. Easy. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, still growth, right? Like, I don't ever want to say like, oh, this healing journey is never done and all that kind of stuff. But I just feel like it's those seasons, right? Like until like a tree always just keeps going through the motions, right? It never stops all through those seasons. And I, I have accepted that that's what being a human is too. It's these seasons of growth and expansion and retraction and going inwards and then exploding with beauty and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's an amazing journey if you choose it to be. All right, my friend, thank you so much again for sharing this space with me. It's always a pleasure. 
Um, People can connect with you down in the show notes and we'll see you again. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.